Come to Mundo! Welcome to the Mute All Chat Podcast. I am your host, Flapjack Bill, alongside Colonel Kraken. We're here to talk mad shit about League, help the low elo plebs like our former selves climb, and generally entertain you. This is a safe space for feeders and scrubs. Now mute all, and let's invade red. Now, it has been about two weeks, two and a half weeks, since we recorded and made an episode and last time we did an episode me and proxy did like 45 minutes and then you popped in at the very end we had a great time uh and so now it's just you and me cracking wait i did yeah you popped in for like the last like 15 20 minutes oh okay yeah, yeah you, you've you been doing something and right now proxy is streaming on his twitch channel so he he might recognize the time and come join us later but for now uh it's just you and me and this is going to be your world's recap up to finals. Because as of right now, as of this recording, every game has been played. Every series has been played up to the grand finals. And we'll get to that in a little while. We're going to talk, uh, we're going to go all the way back to the beginning of groups, which is where we left off last. Um, and groups were kind of i i would call groups predictable oh um, yeah yeah nothing really not not no real huge upsets or surprises i mean the i think the biggest surprise from worlds this year was that mad lions got knocked out in the play-in stage which is kind of kind of a big bummer for them but play-ins ultimately it was pretty predictable how things were going to go. Um, we had a, a decent showing from a couple North American teams. Uh, Europe had some pretty pretty stellar play as well. Uh, but overall, man, it China and Korea just blew us all away in groups. And so um, I'm not going to get into the double round robin that they all played uh, to beat the shit out of each other for... A couple weeks but i listened to and or watched every game or almost every game uh and if i didn't watch the game i did watch highlights from the game so that i could stay relatively informed on who was performing and what was going on uh so i'm just gonna give you the rundown every group who finished first who finished last and their score lines uh everyone in between as well and then we can move on to the more important uh variety of worlds in the playoffs so uh, I'm just gonna I'm gonna give us a quick rundown and refresher. Uh, group A had Team Liquid from North America, Machi Esports from I think uh, minor region, uh, G2 Esports from Europe, and Suning from China. Group B, Damwon Gaming from Korea, JD Gaming from China, PSG Talon from minor region, and Rogue from EU. Group C. Had Genji, another Korean team, Fnatic, you know and love them, LGD from China, and TSM. 
from North America. And Group D had Top Esports, the tournament favorite from China, DRX from Korea, FlyQuest from North America, and Unicorns of Love from a minor region. So it went pretty predictable. People we expected to win out in the, in the uh, groups won out. But here's how it went down. In Group A, leading the pack was Suning Gaming, who popped all the way off and went 5-2. and two. I think they dropped a game to G2, and I think they, they dropped the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They dropped a game to Team Liquid. So TL didn't make it out, unfortunately. Uh, they went 3-3, three and three, and ultimately their fate came down to G2 playing against Machi Esports. If Machi lost and G2 won then there would be some form of tiebreaker. And instead, G2 f***ing lost. And there was no tiebreakers. Wow. Do they just threw on purpose, man? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, totally. So, yeah, man. The, it's top two, <laughs> the top two teams making it out of Group A were Sooning at 5-2 and two and G2 Esports at 4-3. and three. Uh, Team Liquid, unfortunately... Even though they they started like one and two in their first day of play, and on the second day of play they went two and one. They unfortunately dropped one game too many, uh, and then Machi Esports played spoiler went one and five, uh, just to ruin the group for North America. Uh, group B, Damwon Gaming leading the pack, going five and one in an impressive run. Uh, JD Gaming coming out behind them with four and two. Uh, PSG Talon, who ripped the uh, knock the play-ins to bits, uh, they got knocked around by Damwon and JD, uh, unfortunately, going out with two and four. And Rogue, in a kind of shocker, uh, they just fucking sucked ass and went one and five. And it, I'm not gonna lie, dude, I watching yeah. games is such a bore because Damwon is so fucking clean. And JD Gaming is so explosive, and PSG Talent is so random that whenever they played Rogue, Rogue just didn't do anything and lost in every way Im- imaginable. Like, Rogue lost slowly, Rogue lost fast, and Rogue lost crazy. And then they won a game, but they couldn't make it out. So they went back to Europe in shambles. Group C, Gen G, led the pack 5-1, and one, performing admirably. Fnatic right behind them at four and two, although they did have some sketchy games against LGD and TSM. Uh, LGD comes out in third, going three and three. Couldn't pull out another win to force a tiebreaker. And TSM with an unprecedented zero six group stage. Uh, straight up just bad. They just in in a depressing series of games. Uh, the young rookies from TSM looked pretty good uh but overall they just couldn't uh couldn't generate momentum and frankly even though they are my 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 heart of hearts team uh i didn't really expect them to do all that well because they put this roster together four months ago and so of course they're not going to do well in the world's competition where they're playing against teams who've been playing together for two years Uh, of course not anywho they went 0-6. It was pretty embarrassing. We're moving on. Group D, top esports comes out in top, going 5-1. DRX, right behind them, 4-2. and 
FlyQuest puts up numbers. We were kind of shocked, actually, to see them perform so well. They took a game off of Top Esports. Top Esports only lost thus far in the tournament to FlyQuest, uh, who unfortunately only went 3-3, three and three, could not make it out in the end. That, that top game counts for like four wins, though. It, so, yeah, it, it, yeah, it counts for so much. The real uh, NA champions. Right. <laughs> Those guys at FlyQuest played their fucking hearts out. Wild Turtle was playing on form. Uh, Ignar was playing on form. Power of Evil was playing like i never seen before. Uh, Santorin was going nuts. It was awesome to watch. Uh, and Solo had a bit of a rough tournament, if we're honest. Uh, other teams must have watched the NA Finals where TSM just camped Solo. And that's how yeah. they won finals uh, because that's all that happened to him. The entire world's tournament was his first world's tournament. And these upstart kids from Korea and China are just beating the shit out of him for f- six fucking games. <laughs> so uh, great first world's run for solo, but they went three and three. Uh, and frankly, I'm proud of them. I'm really happy about the their scoreline because I did not expect them to pick up games against top or DRX and they yeah. did against both. So that was pretty good. Uh, Unicorns of Love, uh, the pride and joy from Russia, who lost a single game the entire year up until group stage at Worlds, uh, got fucking slammed and went 0-6, like TSM. Uh, I guess you really only need a powerhouse in a minor region until you run into the Chinese powerhouses, huh? Yeah. And that that's, that's basically how groups went. Uh, overall... Uh, Europe lost a team on the way uh, and had shaky series. Uh, I think it's... While while it is super embarrassing that TSM goes 06, they pushed Fnatic to the ropes and Gen.G to the ropes on multiple occasions. They just made too many mistakes and couldn't pull out the wins. So it, like, you could feel good about them, like, if it wasn't a tournament and they were just playing these guys normally, it'd be like, ah, Oh well, I guess you you're gonna study for next time, but unfortunately there is no next time. You play mm-hmm. each team twice, and that's it. So couldn't pull it out in the end, but they did push uh, the winners to the ropes and just kind of didn't do anything against LGD, which is unfortunate. Uh, but yeah, Team Liquid had a decent showing on their last day, and FlyQuest too, uh, pulling hard for NA Pride, and uh, you know what? You love to see it. Even though they didn't make it out, you love to see it. <laughs> After groups, we got into the playoffs, where we had the quarterfinals, four best of fives, then semifinals, two best of fives, and next week we've got the finals. Should be Saturday next week, I believe. Don't quote me on that, though, because I'm not looking at it right now, and I don't know. So the way the draw went for quarterfinals... uh Top Esports drew Fnatic. Sooning Gaming drew JD Gaming. G2 Esports drew Gen.G. And Damwon Gaming drew DRX. Now, this is a bit unprecedented, if you will, because it pits Sooning Gaming, a Chinese team, against JD Gaming, another Chinese team. And it also pits Damwon Gaming against DRX, uh, both of whom are Korean teams. So, already... It's off to a kind of odd start. So let me go through the quarterfinals best of series one at a time. 
get your reactions from them. Because did you watch any of the games? I watched some of the like the plans and then some of the group stage, and then I just got depressed and I just started watching baseball instead. <laughs> I guess uh, what? what? That's fair. Baseball is even worse. <laughs> Gosh, dude, I was actually sweating. Like I'm like I was actually sweating watching the ba- like watching the like the Doyers, bro. Like, bro. <laughs> I, I I I won't try to derail the the podcast too much, but like, nah, man, yeah, just the, just the groups and just the plans, and I'm just like, wow, NA's getting demolished, and I don't know who anyone else is. So great, like, yeah, that's about how that went. Yeah. Um. So quarterfinals, we have Fnatic versus Top Esports. Uh, and it's uh, obviously it's a Top Esports favored match, but you know if. Fnatic on any given day can perform exceptionally well. Uh, so it was like a 60-40 match. There was a, there was a chance that Fnatic could pull it off, but the odds were the top were going to do it. Uh, and it is the only best of five that went to all five games. So mm. far, the entire time at Worlds. It's the only best wow. of five that won to five. Uh, yeah, Fnatic won the first two games, dare I say, handily. They beat the shit out of Top Esports for two solid League of Legends games straight. And Top Esports Wide boy, pulled bro. off the only reverse sweep at Worlds ever. Wow. No one has ever reverse swept uh, wow, the five at Worlds, and That's Top Esports did it. pretty freaking hot. Yeah. No, that, wide no. wide Whippo, man. <laughs> have you seen did you see that the white the white whippo oh yeah <laughs> I, I, I love that meme so much white <laughs> happy. Uh, yeah. now let's bear in mind top esports is a team that has knight carsa and jackie love on it carsa super veteran used to play for the flash walls jackie love former world champion with invictus gaming uh and knight who is being touted as the best league of legends player in the world right now uh this is a fucking crazy good team. And let me tell you something. Reckless and Hillisang put on a goddamn clinic in beating the shit out of former world champions. Yeah. No, uh, I, I, they I, I, I cleaned Jackie Love's clock. <laughs> they, uh, even in the games that Fnatic lost, Reckless and Hillisang just popped off every single game in the whole best of five. And even though they lose in a 3-2, Fnatic can definitely go home with their head held high, knowing they basically kicked the crap out of top esports for two straight games and then scrapped hard with them for another three. So they can also have the pride of knowing that, you know, they... I mean, it's not really pride to know that you were the one of the two teams in the only reverse sweep ever in Worlds. (laughs) But, you know, it's something. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had Sooning versus JD Gaming. Uh, this is kind of a less interesting best of five. Uh, but Sooning did some weird shit, man. Sooning, man, Quan Fang is on some extra shit. And did you see the play where he takes his gin, tanks turret shots at the inhibitor turret of the enemy base? walks into their base and opens up the ginnel backwards in, into the backs of the enemies defending the bot lane turret. Yeah, bro. The 
the fast. Dude is crazy. Telling you the champ's good, bro. <laughs> good. Uh, Sooning beats JD Gaming 3-1. to one. Uh, Everyone on Sooning looks great. Uh, like I said, it wasn't really like a super interesting best of, but there were some highlight moments to be sure. Uh, I think everyone should go watch that series uh, just to really understand how fucking crazy Sooning are. Uh, they're super good, and I like them a lot. Uh, then we had G2 Esports versus Gen G, and in a disgusting best of five, G2 kicked the shit out of Gen G for three games straight, uh, and they 3 0 Gen G. And Caps played so hard. And so Razor's Edge that people were already calling him the best League of Legends player in the world. And they were saying if he if he and G2 went to finals, it would practically be undisputed that he was the best player in the world. And honestly, if you go watch those three games, he fucking looks like it. He played Silas in what can only be described as the wildest team fight I've ever seen. Uh, where he goes to about 10 HP like three times over the course of the fight, but manages to kill like the whole enemy team. It's it's crazy. You gotta watch it. Uh the rest of G2 also played really well. It was not boring to watch, but just expected. Uh and then uh, we had DRX versus Dam One Gaming, uh, and Dam One Gaming put on a clinic and three O DRX. So that is quarterfinals. The draw for semifinals: Sooning Gaming versus Top Esports, and then Dam One Gaming versus G Two Esports. These best of fives happened over the last couple days, as it is currently the weekend. Uh, and I watched most of the highlights. And I think I watched, I did watch a couple of the Sooning Top Esports games. You still there? Yeah, I'm trying to find the Caps game. <laughs> oh. The Caps play. Yeah, yeah. I'll see if I can find it for you while I talk about it. Um, Sooning and Top Esports fucking had a, a hell of a best of five. And let me tell you something, man. Fang, uh, I think he's going to be a world champion. They beat Top Esports 3-1 to one in a disgusting set of games, which saw the first game was actually pretty tense. I watched that whole game. Top Esports pretty much had the edge the entire time, and then Sooning won like two back-to-back team fights and made a 4,000 gold swing. And then Sooning just ground Top Esports to death. And it was horrifying, frankly, to watch. Uh, I am afraid for whoever has to deal with Sooning next. In the meantime, we also had Damwon versus G2 Esports. Uh, and in stunning fashion, G2 Esports fucking looked bad. It's been quite some time since they looked bad. 
but they played against Damwon Gaming and they looked bad. Uh, at pretty, it, it, they were just running it down. Honestly, they just made too many mistakes, and Damwon is not a team that you can just make mistakes against. So it was uh, it was rough to watch, and and just kind of sad. I wanted G two to go to finals against Suning. Uh, I oh, think I picked I... G two as as a world champ, but Dang. they went out in semis. We had claps one day and craps the next. Oof, man! You did you find that caps play? Nah, I'm looking for. I'm actually watching the Suning highlights right now. Wait, let me enlarge the. Wow. Sword or can... getting oh. I'll find it for you at yeah. some point. But uh So now we have Now we have Suning versus Damwon for world champion. And a lot of people expected Damwon to make the finals. Uh, deservedly so. They've been playing exceptionally well. They're not making mistakes. They're capitalizing on other people's mistakes. Uh, very, very impressive play from them. Uh, and Suning, who are pretty much the underdogs. And if Suning pulls off the upset, I think they deserve it 100%. And uh, I'd like to actually tell you the best call made during a game that I've ever heard in my life. Um, I think it was I don't remember who the caster was, but I think Kobe was color casting. Uh, he's a color caster from North America. And ca the caster made the call during Suning versus JD Gaming that One Fang was the next uh, Uzi. Wow. The, the, the renowned Chinese ADC. Wow. Who never won Worlds, but basically dumpstered everybody. And Kobe replied and said, one Fang isn't the next Uzi. He's the first One Fang. And, and that, in the heat of the moment, in the heat uh, of the moment, that was one of the best calls I ever heard. And it got me real excited about Suning versus God. anybody. Man, oh, if they win it, oh, geez. Just like... For those of you who don't know, Wan Fang... Is like the chosen one. Pretty like, much. Jeez, dude. What YouTube video? What channel was the YouTube video? Uh, I think it was a. Was it a Riot production? Did I text it to you? I probably texted it to you, didn't I? I'll just go find it in my messages. The, the uh... player who climbed from war... the low the low. The low player who climbed from poverty to worlds, GBay99 on YouTube. Yeah. Dang. Basically, yeah. go watch the, that video. <laughs> yeah, you can you can find it. He uh a brief summary. Uh basically he got abandoned by his parents and he went to school, like he rode his bike to school and then back to his little his little house that he stayed in by himself pretty much. 
uh, and all he would do was school and play league. And sometimes his dad would send him money for food. Uh, and that was like his whole growing up. And then he uh, got on some teams and started making a little bit of money so that he could survive a little bit more. Uh, and then eventually uh, he was on, he was on the Invictus roster uh, when Jackie Love won Worlds. He was on, he was basically their backup ADC. And then uh, he got traded off to the team that would become Sooning Gaming. They're a new team this year, actually. And uh, he's been beating the shit out of everybody ever since. This kid's crazy. He is absolutely crazy. And it's finals is going to be a hell of a best of five. Uh, I may actually like go to bed pretty early Friday night this week so I can get up early, like really early Saturday morning and watch it. Because I think it starts. Let me tell you actually exactly when this. Man, you got the World Series, then you got the finals for war, like the real World Series of the, the, the game that the whole world actually plays. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. <laughs> So Halloween morning, 5 a.m. Central Standard Time in North America, Dan Wan Gaming and Sooning are going to step onto the rift for a best of five to determine the best team in the whole fucking world. Yep. Even, and, better, uh, even better than Dignitas. Even better than Dignitas. Can't, hard to believe, but they might just edge out Immortals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Spicy, but Sooning might have what it takes to challenge... Mm-hmm. Uh, Challenge Gen G. <laughs> they might can do it. Huh, well, no, the other, the other freaking what no nah, no nah, not the what team was it? What team was the thing of Well not Gen G, obviously. That would be funny. That would be funnier funnier for the joke. What team was I thinking of? I don't know, I can't read your mind. I wish I could though. Oh no, nah, no, nah, dude! It's just—it's not even—it's not even like like words that you'd read. You just like see a bunch of like scribbles, like hieroglyphics and stuff, and a bunch of like <laughs> just like gifts. <laughs> Try to piece together the secret. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So we're gonna get Sooning versus Dam One. Uh, personally, uh, if Sooning comes out and plays the way they have been playing then it won't matter that Damwon doesn't make mistakes because Sooning's going to do some outlandish shit and just force them to make mistakes. Like, the the way Sooning plays, it forces you into a situation that you've never been in and never practiced before. For example, when Wanfang goes into the enemy base to be behind them with Jin. Evil geniuses, that's who I was thinking of. Oh, EG. <laughs> Yeah, they might could beat EG. <laughs> but let me let me go back to this play, right? So there's a couple this team fight's been happening for like 30 seconds. And a couple people from JD Gaming have died. And the the rest are retreating into the towards their bot lane uh tier two turret, trying to get underneath it so they don't get murdered, you know? The mid lane has been shoved up all the way to JD Gaming's inhibitor turret by Wanfang, who then walks 
past the turret and into the enemy base. And standing in the enemy base between two inhibitor turrets, he opens up with the Jin ultimate. And the casters didn't even know what was happening at first. Like, you saw the animation go up and they were like, where's that from? And then they look and lo and behold, the Jin ultimate is hitting JD Gaming, the two people who are sitting under turret, in the back from their own base while the rest of Suning just tower dies them. And it's horrifying to watch because in what world Which is there a Jin that's behind you? Which ulting into your back. Ah, uh, which game? game? One? Wait. Uh, I think it's game three, maybe? Let me see. Let me see. Ship's a whole ad. <laughs> I think the first game jd gaming gets Jin, and then every game after that sooning gets Jin. so it's going to be game three or game four where Wan fang has Jin and just puts on a clinic so are they are is sooning's red side did that happen i think so let me look i'm gonna find out for you right now i'm gonna be able to tell you do 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 Da 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 da. No, it wasn't that one. Cause, all right, I think it was game four. Then let's see. Must, must have been game four. Yeah, cause Suning needs to be blue side. Silly me. JD Gaming was red. Suning was blue, so it's game four. In the meantime, let's all welcome our dearest friend Proxy Jack to the podcast. There was apparently a confuse, confusion in the uh, times, so listen. I'm the sorry. first one back, I'm allowed to have a mulligan, okay? Okay, you're you're fine. So but it sounds like we're talking about the crazy matches that have been leading to Damn One and Top Esports in the last two. Negative or, or... Ghost Rider, it's Sooning. Is it Sooning? Sooning beat the shit out it of Top Esports this morning. Yeah, that's right. It was Sooning. I'm so excited. I, I am pulling for Sooning so hard right now. I have damn one as my number one right now in Pickens. That makes sense. But uh, yeah, I was talking about the basically one of the win conditions that I have for Sooning is damn one doesn't make mistakes. But Sooning forces you into positions where you uh, have never drilled for this. Like, you've never drilled to have a Jin Ultimate behind you. Where you can run zero places because the Jin Ultimate is behind you and covers the <laughs> entire lane. Like, what do you do? You just sit there and go, oh, Jesus, I guess it's over. <laughs> like, what? They they make things happen that are just so unorthodox. It reminds me of um who does it remind me of? It reminds me of Fun Plus Phoenix from last year. Yeah. When they would just do some real unorthodox shit that would just blow your mind away. 
crazy. Uh, so yeah, that's our final. It's coming 5 a.m. Central Standard Time in Halloween, October 31st. Uh, and yeah, everyone needs to watch. Uh, I'm sure you can find the mini documentary about Wan Fang and how he came from poverty, not like three years ago, to being on the final stage for Worlds. Uh, super cool kid. I hope he wins and goes far and has a stellar career. Even if he loses, he'll have a stellar career, for sure. Uh, now, we have to talk about North America. We'll talk oh. about potential roster moves and free agency later. Uh, but we have to talk about North America because, Jesus Christ. Everything. What is happening? Everything. We all suck, except for FlyQuest. FlyQuest is God tier, and no one can convince me otherwise. FlyQuest is thy best. FlyQuest is thy best, and we're going to put that on a goddamn t-shirt. It's going to be our first piece of merch for this podcast. FlyQuest is thy best on a t-shirt. Just a plain white tee. We need, an e, we need like an EG like baseball bat. Like, like, <laughs> like, coming out swinging. Yeah. Coming out swinging. Coming out swinging. <laughs> <laughs> when EG makes worlds when we're casting, bro, we got to go like watch it <laughs> and like bring baseball bats and just like, whoa! Hell yeah. That'd be funny as hell. Yeah. Um, so, in case you weren't paying attention to the last half hour where we basically shit on NA, um, NA came out of this world's group stage anyways with a grand total of six wins and 12 losses. Uh, not what you want to see from what is effectively now a minor region. Uh, <laughs> and in in lieu of that, rosters are exploding already. So do we have any word on if anyone's actually been like looking at sneaky? Um not officially. I have unofficial word about a lot of things. Would you like to hear my unofficial word about a lot of things? Sure. All right. I've been keeping up with a couple of uh league sources uh across the community this week because as soon as I heard the big news that our darling Danish King Bjergsen was retiring and becoming the lead or the head coach for TSM, uh, I've been ear to the ground trying to figure out who the fuck they're going to peg for mid lane. Yeah. Um, it's going to be, so bizarre. it's going to be crazy. Uh, but it could be the kick in the pants that NA needs is to get some young blood and just suck for like one more year so they can get these mm -hmm. young kids doing good. I, uh, any, anyhow, yeah. Sneaky wants to play professionally again. Mm -hmm. And I see no reason why he can't. He was playing completely fine at the end of his C9 tenure. He just didn't want to compete for his spot. And Which, they were like, okay. I mean, after that ending, kind of makes sense. Yeah, no, I get it. When he was playing the best out of everyone on the team and they were like we're gonna bring in the other guy like sven great start in spring and then they just couldn't get together they they like uh freaking double lift and uh sven like swapped like all of a sudden sven didn't get it double lift was like i get it now i can play i can play seta and not be bad and then gets ridden Listen. 
Senna wasn't so in meta at Worlds, and that's all Double If knows how to play right now. So we were just yeah. kind of screwed from the get go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyhow, um, unofficial word uh, about Sneaky specifically. I think Dignitas is looking for him and maybe Immortals, but that also puts Johnson up oh, in the air. Wait, 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 wait. Hear me out. Sneaky okay. for TSM. And the reason I say that is I Will Dominate had some weird news that came out of the blue. It just was a stream uh, snip that I saw from his like podcast or something was um, TSM's benching their entire bot lane this season. Yeah, but who are they going to... TSM doesn't like spending money. That's, yeah. that's the big thing. Sneaky's worth a lot of money, and he knows he's worth a lot of money. And TSM can spend the money. They've got the same money Liquid and C9 have. But they don't, They just don't spend it because they just put it all in Bjergsen's pocket and then they tell him he can be in charge of the company and then they tell him he can be the head coach. And it's really kind of the Bjergsen show over there. Uh, I, I would be very interested to see that. But I, I have doubts that they're going to just off Biofrost and Double Lift. If anything, I think they'll split time between Biofrost and Treats again. Uh unless they sell off treats to some other team. But the the thing that I'm worried about is that is gonna become head coach and he's just gonna wipe the roster. Because I think shockingly out of everyone who played on TSM at Worlds, uh Spica and Broken Blade looked good. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't even, even though they lost all their games, they didn't look like they were getting run over. They looked like they could be contenders. They just couldn't get together a win, which yeah. can happen. You can go on 10, 15, 20 game loss streaks. That's how the game works. You can mm-hmm. just lose like that sometimes. It do be so like I, that. It do be like <laughs> that. <laughs> do be like that. I, I would just, I would hate to see. Bjergsen become head coach, and then they get rid of Broken Blade, they get rid of Spica, they get rid of Biofrost, they get rid of Doublelift. Like, that's that's a lot of talent. These guys why, just won a trophy. Like, why would you get rid of all your pieces? Like, why? And replace replace them with other pieces? But you already had the pieces. Like That's my thought. This is all this is a roster that won the last North American championship. I mean, it, it wouldn't shock me if they started shuffling their pieces around, but just from a general common sense standpoint, I don't think it makes any sense mm-hmm. to toss those players. In the meantime, C9 in what is, I think, the correct move, but a really cold and kind of shitty move, uh, with news that the OPL got sucked into North America and all OPL players are now considered residents of NA instead of imports. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yep, we got uh, Australia, New Zealand. They're they're the NA babies now. And uh that means that C9's Academy top laner Fudge is considered a resident, which means he can be moved up to the main roster. Goodbye, licorice. Goodbye, licorice. 
which I think is a little cold. I mean, Licorice wasn't playing the best that he's ever played, but he's still like fucking good. Yeah. I don't, maybe you'd stick him in Academy for a couple games just to see how Fudge handles himself on the main stage. But geez, man, that just seemed a little, a little mean. Anyway, uh, yeah, Licorice is out. He is officially no longer part of C9. He is up in the air. Uh, exceptionally talented top laner. We'll see where he lands. Fudge got promoted, which means C9 Academy is going to be looking for a top laner. Uh, oh, also, C9's Academy coach is now the head coach of C9. And guess who that is? You guessed it. It's Rainover, mm-hmm. the god tier Korean and EU jungler who led Fnatic to a couple trophies alongside Huni back in the OG Fnatic days. Well, the OG, I say. Like, it was like a couple years ago. And then came over to NA with Huni, two Immortals, and had a super stellar uh, season akin to Cloud9 last season. Uh, and then they just fucked up in playoffs and never won anything. But yeah, he's been coaching C9 Academy by himself. And they won back-to-back championships this year, so there's a good chance uh, he's going to bring a little fresh life to the main roster. Reno, uh, no, Reaper, the former C9 head coach, is also up in the air. Uh, when we first broke the news that Reaper was out of C9, I predicted him to go to TSM. And that's not happening. So we'll see where he ends up. Someone's going to pay him. Mm-hmm. Let's see. What else have I heard? Oh, uh, word on the street is Team Liquid's blowing their roster up. Really? Yeah, man. Uh, I mean, Broxa only signed a one-year contract, so his contract's up the 16th of November. Uh, okay. Impact is the same. His $3.4 million contract is up November Jeez. 16th. Yeah, dude, dude was making bank. Uh <laughs> And it's it's all but guaranteed that Impact is for sure out. They're replacing him with none other than the no-name, potentially decent top laner, Alfari, from EU. I don't even know who the fuck Alfari played with this year. Did he... Who... Who is he playing with this year? Is he on... Origin who got bought by Astralis. That was the team that I was ma- that I was going to make fun of. I said Origin? evil geniuses, but I was thinking about Origin. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently Team Liquid wants to steal Mr. Alfari, uh, and the deal is practically inked and drying. So, huh, we'll see uh we'll see if anyone picks up impact. My it's it's this is why I'm worried about TSM because these legendary solo laners are coming available. Oh, by the way, Jensen's contract is also up November 16th. Dang. But I think Team Liquid wants to keep Jensen and I think Jensen wants to stay on Team Liquid. But my dream is that Jensen goes to TSM. TSM. Mm-hmm. So you get the two best Danish mid laners to ever do it on the same team. One coaching and one playing. That would be unbelievable, but I don't think it's going to happen. So already this year, offseason is going to be freaking crazy. 
where you're going to see unprecedented roster moves in North America, especially with uh, OPL uh, players becoming residents. Uh, you may have heard of him, FBI, uh, the homeboy from Golden Guardians, one of the honestly best ADCs in North America. Uh, unfortunately, didn't make it to Worlds, but he is now an NA resident. He's not taking up an import slot anymore, which means he's basically doubled his value. Uh, huh. Same thing. Same thing for Fudge. That was that was what was most interesting to me when this whole news broke uh, at the first week of October uh, that the uh, OPL became NA was that players like Fudge and FBI, who are just exceptionally good players, basically doubled their value because now they no longer take up an import slot, which means you can bring in an import who's better than your whatever NA talent, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm a little, I'm a little concerned, but I'm very interested to see how spring split goes. Uh, my hopes for TSM are exceptionally low, but in a good way, because when you, when you lose your mainstay player and he becomes a coach. You don't have to throw out your jerseys or burn your hats or anything, but you have to expect that the first split when they have a replacement mid laner for the first time in six years, this is going and to be... it's going to be poop. <laughs> you also have to sit there and think of the pressure of being the guy who has to replace Bjergsen because Bjergsen didn't go out as an old man with arthritis who sucks at the game. Bjergsen just won a championship. Bjergsen hard-carried TSM to a championship in the, within the last six months. This guy is not by any means retiring because he feels like he can't compete anymore. He just wants to coach. Can you imagine the pressure of having to play mid lane after him and knowing that if you fuck up in game, you could go into the huddle afterwards with him, and he's like, guess what? You're benched and I'm playing. <laughs> what? That's crazy! Is that how, like, the contract, like, works, though? Like, could he, like that wouldn't... I don't think that could, like, happen, like, like legally, though. Like, could oh, it? I, I have no not, idea. But, like, if he's a coach, it's not like he's... I mean... They well, could like, list him as a sub. The meme still stands, like... Oh, yeah. Yeah. I guess they could list him as a sub. But, I don't know. So that's, like, that's like Belichick just, like, ripping Brian Hoyer or whoever they have at QB right now. Jarrett Stedman, like, off the field, and, and then Belichick is just dropping bombs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. That, that would be what it was like. Well... That's about all we got for uh, off-season roster news right now. We've done the world's recap. Um, I haven't played ranked in a month and a half, and I'm not complaining about it. Feels good. It does feel good. You're goddamn right it does. Uh, I've been putting up... I've been playing norms, bro. I've been playing ADC norms. And you know what? I'm a lot better than whoever they're putting me against in norms. <laughs> Interesting. So your norms going... norm might just be in the poop, just like in the like 
just like in a trough because of the I mean you probably I mean I know that I'm like forty games negative on norms or something. Where am I? Do I have the league client still open? I can tell you. Oh no I can't. I think I'm like twenty games. I think I'm yeah, I think I'm twenty games down in uh norms. But it's like oh well, it's norms, who gives a shit? Anyhow, uh I I've been doing with duoing with Kraken. And uh, mm-hmm. I think I'm going to roll swap for the next ranked season. Ah, you and me both, actually. Yeah, you're going to jungle, and I'm going to take up your old spot. Yeah. I'm going to go from being yeah. a bad support to a good support. And then you're never going to play the game again, and I'm going to hate you forever. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> Man, I'm getting pumped for my last season. My last season of League. It's going to be hype. Yeah, then I'll never leave- have to play again. <laughs> you're leaving the game right after they change everything about it. That's why I'm leaving. I'm going to deal with this, bro. Like, I'm going to, like, try to play. Maybe climb one more tier and then just be done. <laughs> hey, I get it. Yeah, play, like, Animal uh, Crossing and Smash and just, like... <laughs> competitive read, Animal Crossing. Maybe read a book. Yeah, dude. Like, my my flower garden is going to beat my... What are those things? Those little, like... Those little dancing fire hydrants? Oh, the no, it's like gyro, euros. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. My gyroids. Beat, yeah, yeah. They're gonna beat up yours. Yeah, my fossil <laughs> collections can be immaculate. But yeah, dude. Nah, norms is norms is fun. Uh, I think a lot of a lot of the worst parts about the game kind of go away when you're just playing norms and when you have to chat off. It sucks that oh, yeah. you have to do that many stuff to make the game better, but like. Uh, yeah, or maybe the game is still bad, but you just don't care as much. <laughs> You're like, oh, well, whatever. Even if I have, like, an AFK in, like, a, in, like, a norms, if it's like, well, you know, well, I can still practice, like, laning, or, you know, it's still kind of like a game. Dude, sometimes, like, random, random tangent, but, like, sometimes when you're the, you're the five-man team, and you're playing against someone that's down, like, a champ, like, yeah, nine out of ten times you win, but the one out of ten times were, like, you can't get enough gold because there isn't a fifth person to kill and you have like one person that's just doing nothing but feeding it's like the the team that's down a person that has an advantage because because <laughs> they have one less or they're they have one more source of income and you just have yeah. one person that just feeds it's like worse than an afk but I mean, that's a very niche situation but be frustrating mm-hmm. sometimes yeah, like last night, someone went AFK on the other team, and I went and scored a touchdown. But um, that ended up that uh, tilted the shit out of me, by the way. Not not the touch like the touchdown didn't tilt the game for us, but like we did not press like the advantage at all. <laughs> like we did not like we never crossed river, dude. Even though we had even we were up five to four, and that game went on like fifteen minutes longer than it should have. It really did. I mean, the guy came back, but like. We still, it's it's still it's still a sham that that game went on. Mm-hmm. It's like the rank game that I had today, where got all the way back to promos only to lose my promo series. One of the games I had a Fiora that legitimately AFK'd in the fountain because she gave up three kills to Yorick, and then kept using spells to make sure she didn't get disconnected. Or like when people run laps around the base. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I've seen that. I've seen that. That's a tilter. 
Dang, man. How many days are left in the season? Uh, uh, November is when it ends. I think early November. Let me see. I can... If I go look at ranked, it will tell me. We've got 15 days, 3 hours, and 4 minutes from right now. I will end this split and season at the same rank I ended last split and season. Four, zero sad, sad violins, dude. I'm not even sad about it, if I'm honest. I started playing like shit at the end of the due to some personal shit. And so I'm not I'm not sad. I'll keep my gold. I won't get demoted. I will uh I'll get my little ranked rewards. Cars are crying broke my heart. Oh dude, hate to see it. You hate to see it. Dang. Uh, uh I am just reading comments on the on the Lolly Sports <laughs> Instagram. Nice. I'm gonna actually. I'm gonna create a watch together so we can watch these this uh, this video, this highlight reel. Anyhow, I'm excited for off season. I'm excited for new items. I'm excited to roll swap. Actually, I'm in. I'm really enjoying. The game right now believe it or not i think it's in its most balanced state and it's been in a while and the most unbalanced thing about it is the players in it they suck as always which i mean the items are gonna throw it for a loop oh yeah it's gonna be fucking awful for whenever they go live up through the first like month and a half of ranked it's just gonna be a shit show and it i think if if you pay attention during off season and you put in a little bit of effort to learn the items and learn some matchups with the items and the way that things are going to work a little differently. Now if you put in the effort to learn that your first month and a half of ranked is going to be a lot better than everyone else's. Yeah. Like one thing is going to fall through. That's just going to be super busted. And if you find out what that is, just spam like divine, like freaking divine work for a couple of weeks in TFT, bro. Like oh, yeah. if, if you knew that, and if you got Divine Warwick with the two static ships and the Quicksilver? All over. Yeah. But not anymore. He's kind of got good at a little bit, but... Yeah, yeah. So. yeah they uh, they took his damage away a tad. I think, actually, they took away the true damage that Divine did, and that kind of nerfed him. Yeah. I haven't played TFT in a couple days. I need to get back to it, but... I, I just can't stand TFT. Oh. It, yeah! It, changed, it changes too rapidly. This is a whole At new least... game. Like, just on, we're on TFT four, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a. It, I I like it almost more for that reason because it's a game that I can always pick up that will always be different. As opposed to if I pick up GTA now, it's the same as if I picked up GTA five years ago. Yeah, but like, I mean, at least out. League changes like once a year. Or every like mid season at most, and even That's then true. it's like minor. I mean, to be fair, League does have a mainstay as a competitive game, and TFT doesn't really have a ranked mode. I mean, it I does, mean, but it doesn't. No one's playing for TFT World Championship here. Um, I mean, they do me. have a TFT World Championship. Excuse though. me. Oh, well, who won it? I don't remember, but they I did. did. Oh, you did? Yeah. 
Damn, ran, what are we doing talking about league? I ran uh, uh I ran keeper keeper mystic every single time and, and that's how I ran. <laughs> <laughs> I ran keeper with uh with with I ran keeper with middle carry every time. But I didn't go sharpshooters, I went warlord. <laughs> I I with yeah, I went Jarvan carry actually. Yeah. Jarvan carry. That's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. Well, that's going to do it from us for our return episode. We hopefully will be back next week. Uh, During this time where we didn't record, I actually got a new job and fucked my schedule all to hell. So I've been a bit out of the loop uh, and haven't been able to find the time or technology to make this work. But we're back and hopefully... We can get this episode out. I'm going to try and get it out tomorrow night because I don't have time to do it tonight. Basically, got to go to bed when we're done. So thank you all for listening. We will see you in the next episode. Bye-bye. Are you playing? That's got to sting.